You would think they would know better, but new data shows the majority of people already in credit card debt plan to go even deeper into debt spending for the holidays. Seriously, we're going to get into what is going on with today's thought leader, Chris Browning of the Popcorn Finance Podcast, plus our money friends and what they have to say on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. Hey, and I'm Chris Browning, host of the Popcorn Finance Podcast, and I'm coming to you from Popcorn Headquarters out here in Los Angeles, California. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like Chris Browning from Popcorn Finance. We break them down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own, and we tape it live so you guys can be part of the show. This episode of Money with Friends is sponsored by Tiller, your financial life in a spread automatically updated each day. Go to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF for a free trial and to support the show. Chris, welcome back. This is your second round of taping, your third show with us. You were here about a month ago. What's going on? Oh, you know, just that flew by. That month does not feel like a month. I'm really excited to be back and join you all here. And uh, yeah, you know, just, you know, eating popcorn, talking about money. It's pretty much all I'm doing. (laughs) And your tiny house obsession, of course. And tiny homes, of course. You cannot forget the tiny homes. Yeah, the last one had a ton of storage. I think it had more storage than my New York City apartment. What's your Instagram handle, by the way, if people want to check those out? Oh, yeah. Popcorn Finance Podcast and come join me on Tiny House Tuesdays. That's what, what I'm always posting about. My favorite thing, tiny homes. I'm kind of obsessed with Tiny House Tuesday. All right, let's see which one of our friends is going to lead us into this episode's headline. Hi, this is Andy from Derby, Vermont. We'll supply the coffee. They'll supply the headlines. That's why I listen to Money with Friends. All right, Chris, you got this one. Got it. All right. So this first story here, it comes from, um, this is Barry Siegel. And he and the headline here is poll. 61% with credit card debt are willing to get in deeper for the holidays. Uh, makes me nervous. So he says, with the holidays right around the corner, it's time to start thinking about whether or not you're willing to take on debt to get through them. Uh, 61% of those who carry uh, carry a card balance are willing to add to their deficit this holiday season, compared to 30% of cardholders who do not currently have credit card debt, according to a new creditcards.com poll. And more than half, 52% of millennials surveyed said that they are willing to add to their debt as opposed to 49% of Gen Xers and 34% of baby boomers. Judith Cope, I know I'm going I'm to butcher her last time. I feel it already. <laughs> Judith Corpru, executive uh, vice president at Patriot Bank, said it's concerning how many people, particularly young adults who already have credit card debt, are planning to add to that amount this holiday season. Uh, credit cards typically have some of the highest interest rates of any type of debt, meaning that the longer you maintain a balance, the larger the debt you'll accumulate, Corpru said. And she said, added, or, and she added, uh, keeping large credit card balance this can hurt your credit score because your credit utilization ratio could get too high. All right, let's just add some other notable results from this holiday debt poll that they did. First of all, it was the one, the people that were more in debt that were more willing to add to it, more than half of the credit card debtors, 51% said they think the holidays are a valid reason, Chris, Hmm. to add to their debt. But then the people who don't really have debt, who have no debt, 
they only 26% of them agreed. And then also how kids factor into this when it comes to the holidays, children, other stars, two thirds of parents, 65% with kids under 18 said they would be fine adding to their credit card debt during the season. And more than half responded, they felt it was fine to do so too. Um, And then genders are also different. Men with credit cards are more willing to take on holiday debt than women, 50% versus 41%. Uh, The right reasons among cardholders who are willing to take on credit card debt this holiday season, almost half, 46%, said it was to please a family member or a friend or a a large, I know, when they don't really want you to do it. But anyway, um, 38% said it was to please their children. And another 38% was said it was to make their parent, their partners happy. And then finally, talking about the big payoff, those surveyed shared their plans to pay off their holiday debt. More than half, 57%, said they would pay more than the minimum each month. Some planned to cut expenses, 38%, and others said they were planning to get a balanced transfer card. That's 21% people mm. People are going to do that. And then 18% said they plan to get a side hustle. That I actually kind of like. And even fewer, those 16%, reported that they intended to sell unneeded possessions. That's not a bad thing to do either, just no. in general. I'm kind of working on that this season is selling some things, <laughs> which is hard. It's kind of emotional to, send, to sell things, even though they're perfectly good, but you know that you're just like never going to ever use them ever again. (laughs) All right. So Chris, your thoughts on this? Oh, this is so tough. And I've been here. I've definitely been here. Uh, So uh, my wife and I, we had like around $27,000 worth of credit card debt a couple of years after we got married. And I still had felt the pressure to buy Christmas gifts. I still felt like we had to do this because it's, it's almost like it makes no sense, but someone spends money to buy you a gift. So it feels like I now have to spend at least that same amount of money and buy them a gift. And it, you don't have to do that. No one, there's not a written rule anywhere that you have to return the favor. You know, if someone gives you a gift, you have to go and spend that same amount of money. But this pressure, it just builds. It's just a social pressure. And so I know for a fact, I have used my credit card during the holidays to buy gifts for people when I didn't have the money just because I felt this pressure to do it. And I think it's just, it's so hard to not do it sometimes. I think even though you know you don't have the means. And I don't know, Bobby, have you have you been there as well? Um, I definitely always feel the pressure to spend money for other people, um, especially the kids thing. I totally relate to what I am wondering is what do you think about if, if people knew or if you knew, if you had a friend and you knew that they were working hard to pay off credit card debt or you didn't know, do you feel very differently about it? In other words, if you were candid with those friends and, and you know, there's friends, there's business friends, you have different relationships with different people. Mm-hmm. Would you have felt differently if, if you knew that they knew you were working so hard and that maybe mm. they would feel uncomfortable? I mean, how would you feel accepting a gift from somebody who you knew really shouldn't be buying it? You know, if I think if I would have been open with my situation and just talked to friends or family about it, I think that could have definitely taken some of the pressure off. But it's it's a shame thing. It's like you don't want to you don't want to tell anyone your business. You don't want to tell people that you've made mistakes and you've built up this debt that you shouldn't have. And I think that keeps you to yourself keeps you in your own little bubble of, of, you know, self-pity and doubt and shame. And you don't talk to anyone about it. And you end up feeling like I need to portray this image of success that is not, that doesn't exist just so that way, you know, you're not judged. And it's, I can, it could become a vicious cycle of putting yourself back into debt to try to show that you don't have debt, which it's, it doesn't make sense, but it's so easy to fall into that loop. Yeah. And we have this comment here from from Lauren. She says, was it pressure or desire to show your appreciation and love through gift giving? Because sometimes you just, Mm. you love people and you know they want something and you want to give it to them. Yeah. You know, for me, it was, I think it was a little bit of both. I I wanted to definitely show like my family and friends that I cared about them, that I love them here. I want to show this during this holiday season. Uh, But at the same time, there was this 
I think, pressure to spend money that didn't exist. And I think it was just, I wasn't being creative. I was just like, everyone buys gifts. Everyone spends money during this time of the year. And that's what I need to do when I could have done other things, which I try to build into my life. Now it's, Hey, let's do experiences. Let's, let's come over to my house and we'll, we'll have dinner together or let's go do, I'll go on a hike or go do something that we can make a memory together, which is something I'm trying to incorporate now, which, you know, can be free or maybe even extremely cheap, but it's um, it's still going to be just as meaningful as if I went out and spent a bunch of money that didn't have. But it's complicated because different relationships are different and you don't really want to, or should you feel pressure? People don't always have to mm. know your financial situation. You don't have to be open with it. I mean, what if it's a parent of a your child's friend or something like that? I mean, mm. or someone related to business and, and you don't want them to necessarily know that and you, or business, I mean, I guess that's a business expense then and that maybe is different. But it kind of depends on the relationship, right? I think it does. I mean, there are definitely different dynamics depending on who it is you're dealing with and how close they are to you. But I think the same rule applies that you have to do what's best for you and your family. And putting yourself deeper into debt definitely is not what's going to be best. And if that means that you have to, you know, hey, this person's not getting a gift this year, and maybe you can send them a card. A card is extremely cheap. Uh, But in the long run, it's going to be best for you to make a decision that's going to be sustainable and viable to keep you going and not put you further into that hole that you might already be in. Would you tell them and say, look, I love the gift you got me. Just so you know, I'm on a no gift year this year because I'm taking care of some financial stuff personally. I mean, that's then that, then maybe they feel bad that they created this pressure. That could be hard too, right? That could be an awkward situation. I I don't know if I would say nothing. That's awkward. But if you say something, maybe then they feel bad. Hmm. You know, I would just say, Provide something that that is within your means. Maybe if you feel like I have to do something, I, I can't do nothing and just think, take their gift and smile and walk away. Maybe you need to make something. Maybe you need to work on your crafting skills or maybe you can uh, invite them over to your home for a meal. If you're if they're close enough to give you a gift, I think that means they were close enough to have them over to your house. So um, do something else that, that will work for you that will not cause you to, to suffer financially um, and just get a little creative. That would be my recommendation. All right, we put this out to our Instagram uh, audience, our Instagram followers. And Chris, I'm going to ask you to guess what they said. We asked them, have you ever put holiday spending on a credit card that you that put you in post-holiday debt? And by the way, this is a semi-anonymous poll because people I can see, but I won't say the, you know, who said what, but, um, you know, we can see who said what. So I don't know that people are always, this is what people said. So, um, so that have you ever put holiday spending on a credit card that put you in post-holiday debt? And the choices were, I've been good so far, or I've been naughty. Oh, I'm gonna, I know, if people are being honest, I think it's, I've been naughty. I think that's what they went with. And I well, would, you exactly. want to guess the percentage? Yeah, guess the percentages. Ooh, mm, it's always pretty close. I'll say 57% said I've been naughty. No, only 33% said I've been naughty and 67% said I've been good so far. So I'm, that's why I'm sort of saying, well, it's not a truly anonymous poll because we can mm. see who said what. So I don't know. We don't know. This is what people said. And I, think Chris, I think they're lying, Bobby. <laughs> so then we followed, up, we followed up and we asked them, what's your gut reaction to this headline about the fact that 61% are going to add, of the people that already have credit card debt, are going to be adding to that debt in the holiday season? You have some mm. of the responses, Chris. Yeah, from Brewster underscore S, he said, pre-Dave Ramsey, yes, all the time. Post-Dave Ramsey, nope, with two exclamation points in there. So <laughs> it's not like he's made some some changes to his uh, his habits there. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
I'm the real spoon. I I like that. I don't know whose handle that is, but I love that. There's people with credit card debt feel hopeless and out of control regarding that debt. And yeah, I agree. You you fall into a spiral of hopelessness and just, I don't know, it takes on a mind of its own and you feel, you know, out of control sometimes. Uh, so you've been to underscore sip. Bologna. I'm I'm sorry, Vincent, for messing up your last name there. I said just because you can go deeper in just because you can go deeper doesn't mean you should go deeper, which which is true. Because they will always give you a higher credit limit. So <laughs> just don't take advantage of that. And the last one here, uh Luke Langles. I uh, said, I guess I should be thankful that the folks replacing our sewer this week can't take credit cards. <laughs> uh, we'll I love that one. There. Okay. Yeah. All right. Before we get to our takeaways, let's just talk about our sponsor, Tiller, because Money with Friends is brought to you by Tiller. You can manage your money 10 times faster in a spreadsheet with Tiller. And that way, by the way, you can get organized and you can know what your debt is if you have debt and how to get rid of it. Tiller is the only service that connects your banks to Google Sheets and Excel with your daily spending, transactions, and balances. Unlike financial apps that force you to compromise, spreadsheets are fully customizable to your needs. Tiller makes them even better with an automatic daily feed of your spending, balances, and transaction. Tiller eliminates data entry, multiple account logins, and CSV files. Simply connect your banks once to see your transactions automatically updated each day. Basically, you set it up once and then you don't have to do anything. So you go to um, tillerhq.com forward slash MWF for more information. You can also, by the way, always use the link on moneywithfriendspodcast.com. Go to sponsors. You can get a link that way also. And by using our link, you will get 20% off your first year. And a reminder that this, uh, I'm sorry, we love, we love Tiller for sponsoring the show. Never mind what I was going to say. <laughs> That's something that changed. Um, let's go to our takeaways. Chris, do you want to go first or do you want the final word? Oh, please, Bobby, you can go first. All right. My takeaway is let's give the gift of empathy and support this holiday season. Let's try to proactively let friends know we don't need them to show they care through things that cost money, especially if we know that they are working to improve their financial well-being. And aren't we all trying mm -hmm. to work to improve our financial well-being so we can give the gift of you know experiences and spending time with family and friends? Well, oh, I love that, Bobby. That's a great Thank answer you. to that. I'd say for me... Um, for some of us, it's going to be hard to say we're not going to give a gift. I know for my mom, that is impossible. She will never not give someone a gift. She just can't. She can't. So I would say if you're in that situation where you feel guilty by not giving a gift, get creative. Find other ways that you can show your appreciation, that you can hand them something, uh, whether that is maybe building up your crafting skills, learning to do things by hand that you can do much more inexpensively, or maybe focusing on experiences and saying, hey, I would love to do this for you. I'd love to host you. I'd love to, to bring you over. Find other ways to be creative because the last thing you want to do is put yourself into debt to show your appreciation. And I don't think any of your friends and family want you to do that either. No one wants you to do that. Absolutely not. And the truth is both, most of us have more stuff than we need. Oh, yeah. um, and that's why we all have this tiny house envy, I think. Back to, <laughs> it always comes back to tiny house Tuesdays on always. finance. So speaking of popcorn finance, tell us more about where people can find out more about you, follow you and all the things, what you're up to. Yeah. Oh, of course. Thanks, Bobby. So yeah, if you're if you looking for a show, you got a few minutes in your commute and your walk and your whatever you're doing in life, you can head over to popcornfinance.com or you can go to where you're listening to this podcast here and just look for Popcorn Finance. And uh, yeah, talk about all types of topics related to money and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. 
And Chris will be back for another show tomorrow. You can also read about Chris and all of the other thought leaders on Money with Friends on our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also, as I mentioned earlier, get to all of our sponsors, which um, support the show. And uh, we really appreciate your support of them to keep us podcasting. Um, Chris, thank you so much. We'll see you again tomorrow. Oh, thanks for having me, Bobby. And thanks to everyone for joining us. Have a great day. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show, and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.